From Jerusalem, this is Baruch Gartner with the Living Aligned Podcast. Teachings from the Hasidic Masters, providing the tools you need to live with greater vitality, connection, and joy. In Jerusalem, for three days, we're going to have pious, holy people in the streets, drunk, joking, jesting, clowning around. What's going on? Any other day of the year, these same people will be arising early in the morning, going to the mikvah, davening two-hour chakras, learning the whole day long, watching every movement that they make, and all of a sudden they'll pour everything out the window. I understand it's a mitzvah to be happy on Purim, but so much so. Is there something behind this? Is there something mystical behind this? We're going to be talking about the secret of joking around, of clowning around. It might appear to you that we're talking here exclusively about Purim, but Rabbi Nachman starts his teaching with the words that it's a great mitzvah to be happy always. So if you miss this podcast and it's after Purim, you should know that this is 24-7, 365, because always means every day, all the time. Why is it so important to be happy? All of our sicknesses, all disease, all of them come only from a malfunction of not our immune system, but our simcha system, our system of joy. We should be more meticulous in our joy system than our immune system. And he explains that really all of our joy is rooted in the 10 types of song that are connected with the 10 types of pulse. And when there's a malfunction in the joy, it affects the song and the pulse. And that's why we get sick. But rejoicing, joy is a remedy for all sickness. I personally know a surgeon who operates on people that unfortunately, many of them have cancer. And he tells me that he's seen people that theoretically, according to their body, they should have lived and they didn't make it. And he saw people that literally their body was a mess and somehow they made it. And he holds that the difference is their attitude. When they have an upbeat attitude, they can overcome anything. Rabbi Nachman teaches that joy is a remedy for all sickness. Your health is contingent on your happiness. And it makes sense, the two of them will keep you holy. You got to be happy. It's the grease that makes the machine work. Well, what if you're depressed? (laughs) What are you supposed to do? What's a person supposed to do if he's depressed? God created you to be happy. You're depressed. Rav Nachman said there's an idea that today the only way to get to joy is through mili dishtusa, is through clowning around, joking. What does it mean, clowning around, joking? It means something different for every single person. For one person, it's telling jokes. For another person, it's listening to classical music. For another person, it's hip-hop. I even know people, for them, it's tennis. (laughs) Whatever you need to do to pick yourself back up and get back connected to Hashem. And this is the secret of the clowning around on Purim. By engaging in behavior that does not be fitting a pious Jew, we can lose sparks of holiness. That's our healthiness, our happiness, our holiness. 
That's the natural state of our soul. Unfortunately, Rabbi Nachman explains that the nature of life is that we're drawn down into physicality, into time, into circumstances that often pull us into situations where it's easier to make an illusionary connection to drugs, to alcohol, to behavior that's not befitting us. And in doing so, it's like the dark side in the darkness puts a hand in our pocket and grabs out our joy. On Purim, we get dressed up. On the holiest day of the year, we get dressed up. We go behind enemy lines and we act in a crazy way. We get drunk. We behave like we're pertinent to that dark side. And it's all with the intention to grab back our lost joy. In the same way we lost it, that's the way we're going to get it back. But only can do that on Purim. Now, Rabbi Nachman teaches that there's different emotional states that are also good. One of them is called a lev nishbar, a broken heart. And he says, even though a broken heart is tov ma'od, very good, but that's only a small part of a person's day. Set aside time where you take yourself to task and have remorse over the things that you shouldn't have done or you shouldn't be doing. But the whole rest of the day, a person should be in a state of rejoicing. So even though a broken heart is good, but it's easy for a person to spiral down from a broken heart into something called depression. And that's the worst. Because when a person's in a state of depression, he's prone to do things that he shouldn't do. It's easier to spiral into depression than it is to go from joy into something called hololus, which is frivolity, illicit behavior. Folly. A person only transgresses when he's in a state of folly. So we have here a spectrum of emotions from side to side. All the way to the left is depression. All the way to the right is frivolity, hololus, acting like a hooligan. In the middle, we have joy to the right and brokenheartedness to the left. These are both in the side of holiness. And the recipe is small part of the day in brokenheartedness and the rest of the day in simcha, joy. Is there any exception in our calendar to this recipe for life? Two days on Yom Kippur, the holiness of the day, allows a person to be in a state of brokenheartedness for 24 hours and not have a fear of falling into depression. But let us remember the name of the holiday, Yom Kippur, is only that it's like Kippur, like Purim. On Purim, it's the exact opposite. A person can be clowning around, drunk, 24 hours, and not worry about spiraling down into being a hooligan, into being frivolous. Simcha is not a side issue on Purim. It is the main course. So remember to have that intention at least before you take your first sip of wine. L'chaim. Don't forget, the reason that angels fly is because they take themselves lightly. <laughs> have the best Purim ever. Always stay connected and subscribe now to the Living Align Podcast.